This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And yes, this is your daily financial news. And if you don't know already, let me introduce you to Happy, my co-host for this wonderful show. Good news is she had me up at 4.30 this morning, so we actually did a video about a half hour ago talking about Las Vegas and Brian Lebo and his total takedown of another channel, Talking Vegas Crash. That was very well done, Brian. Uh, liked what you did there. But this is your daily financial news. It's Monday. I actually don't know. Is it the 23rd? Anyways, it's Monday, late August. Let's get into it. I have a question for you. Uh, did a lot of stuff today. Uh, question for you about cryptocurrency. What country, what country around the world do you think has the highest, I'll call it usage of crypto? This was done by a company called Chain Anal Analysis, I believe. And again, this was a analysis that's been going on for two years, talking about adoption of crypto by just ordinary folks. I will give you the answer at the end of this channel or at the end of this video, uh, but I'm just curious. Why don't you take a guess and let me know what you think? Uh, I thought that was a interesting article I read. Uh, next up, uh, we have fast food wages skyrocketing. Just in the last quarter, fast food restaurants are up 10%. Yes, folks, um, what we are seeing is what I've been talking about, wage inflation. Wage inflation is happening. I believe it is going to be the surprise factor that catches the Fed flat-footed because as wage inflation happens, just like Chipotle shared with us 60 days ago. Hey girl, how you doing? I'm sorry. By the way, Happy says, hit the thumbs up. That's what you hear her doing when she's, she's talking to you. So hit the thumbs up. Thanks, Happy. I always forget to do that. So again, back to Chipotle. Remember what Chipotle did. Chipotle, if you don't recall, took everybody's wage to 15 bucks. Great, awesome. Not, only, not a month later, prices on my burrito bowl went up four or five percent it's just it's gonna happen this wage inflation is real it is coming uh, and also we are seeing pretty record low turnover if you don't know what that is in the fast food industry lots of people are quitting and going to get another job turnover it right now is greater than a hundred percent so that means for example if you work at a restaurant or a fast food joint and there's 20 employees in the span of one year you're gonna have 20, more than 20 people cycle through. That is quite a lot of um, hiring, training, lots of stuff going on. Expect fast food places to start raising prices. Next up, looks like Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash got a unfavorable ruling from California Supreme Court. It looks like their um, gig worker uh, thing that was passed last year, approved by the um, our Californians who voted, uh, is now unconstitutional. 
Yeah, that's going to hurt. So all of them, I think, were down at least 4% this morning. Uh, got a lot of questions about Palantir. We talked about Palantir buying 200 and at least 250 gold bars, each gold bar being 100 ounces each. That is a lot of gold. I uh, talked about being 50 million, a little bit over 50 million bucks. I got a lot of comments and questions about what do you think it means? Well, on the surface, on the surface, it really means very little other than it's it's unusual. As I made it in, in the video last week, I had not seen that. And I've, I've read thousands of financial statements in my day. I never remembered a line that said gold bar, maybe, unless it was a gold company, right? Um, but anyways, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go deeper because when you look at facts like this and you don't know what's going on, you can make some pretty interesting things. So for example, what did I do? I wanted to know how much cash Palantir has. Because first off, they deployed 50 million. If they deployed 50 million and they only had 200 million in cash, that probably means something. If they have a billion dollars, well, maybe not. So back in 2019, just for reference sakes, uh, Palantir had $1.1 billion in cash on their balance sheet. Fast forward to 2020, they had $2.049 billion of cash. Folks, Palantir has a cash problem. Cash, they have a cash, that's what's going on. This is not some Palantir sees some super boogeyman out in the future. Because believe me, if Palantir saw the boogeyman out there, they would not move 1% or 2% of cash to gold they would move 20 or 30% of their cash to gold. So again, I got lots of comments. Uh, apparently there's, a, there's folks out there saying Palantir is moving to gold, the dollar's going away. All of these far-reaching statements. Trust me, if Palantir saw a boogeyman, they wouldn't move one or 2% of cash, it would be 20 or 30%. They just have a cash problem. They have a cash problem. And, and what we will talk about later is a lot of us have a cash problem. So interesting stuff going on. Uh, something else I saw is dividend payouts are back. As we've talked about in our daily financial news, more and more companies are reinstating dividends. So again, what we have seen now is dividends will be $1.4 trillion. That's a lot of money. $1.4 trillion by the end of 2021. That is a Short, 6% short of the peak of 2019. We will be back at 2019 levels very soon. Something going on in the retail space. We talked about, I think it was on Thursday or Friday, that Amazon of all places going to be opening retail stores. Well, now we have Target. Target adding Disney, I don't know what you want to call them, shops to the Target footprint specifically for the holidays. What I, when I read this, I was like, oh, interesting. So we're tired of shopping at Amazon and getting cardboard boxes. We are now going to be shopping at Target for our Disney stuff. So that's pretty cool. Uh, talking about the American consumer, because again, that's what I follow. The consumer drives the economy. Uh, got some interesting numbers. It looks like consumers over the last 18 months, over 18 months, have reduced revolving debt by $123 billion dollars. Let's just say that's not normal, right? We are normally a society of increasing debt. 
Something else that is going on, and I'd be interested to hear what you have to say here, emergency funds. A lot of folks now don't think emergency funds um, uh, need to be six months anymore. Now they are at one year, one year. So yes. And then lastly, a lot of demand has been pulled forward. We will get to that in a minute. Something else to think about is the housing slowdown is real. I've talked to more agents. We talked with Laura Morba, Morby, excuse me. She's a top 1% agent in the state of Arizona. And if you listen to that video yesterday, I think it was at nine o'clock AM. She's like, yeah, the slowdown's real. Open houses are not as active. Sellers are having your lower prices. Uh, flipping, you have to adjust ARVs. The housing slowdown is real, even in hot markets like Phoenix and Scottsdale. Don't know if you know this, but I, uh, you know, you always have that, you know, that idea of living in other countries. I did not know this, but apparently you can live in Croatia uh, for about 47 bucks a day. Uh, apparently Croatia, when this crisis went on, issued a one-year digital nomad visa. Uh, and uh, yes, there's an article in CNBC, I might link it below, of a 32-year-old who's been living in Croatia for 47 bucks a day as a digital nomad. Just some fun things to think about uh, growing. And then let's talk about cash piles growing. This is something that I think we all need to, we all need to figure out. Is there a big boogeyman out there or is something going on? Well, I think for one thing, cash is growing because lots of people think the government and the Fed have it wrong. They just do, myself included. Right? They think they have it wrong. We are willing to have some inflation eat the cash value, right? Because the dollar goes down. But frankly, there's a lot of people out there that think the Fed and the government are going to get it wrong. And there's going to be a blow up somewhere in the economy. And when there is a blow up, the people with cash on hand get a significant discount. What I am looking for, I think I've been very clear on this channel, is it's not residential real estate. 30-year debt, the debt structure's not there, rates are ridiculously low. I am looking at commercial. That means apartments, office, mixed use. I believe the debt structure there, the deals being done are uh, not as good as they look on paper, and I expect some deals to blow up there. So that's why I'm raising cash to take advantage of those situations. And if you're hearing happy, she is saying smash the like button. There's 49 of you out there right now and only 14 thumbs up. Thanks, Happy. I appreciate that. You're quite talky this morning. So again, that is going on. That's why I'm raising cash. I've shared, I share with you what I'm doing. We talked with Stephen Dow last Friday, I believe, and talked about a building I'm adding debt to uh, so I can raise my cash balance. And then finally, let's talk about the housing slowdown. The housing slowdown is real. Uh, I've been calling for it for the last four or five months. In reality, it was an easy call. I look, uh, I look like a genius today, but it was really an easy call. Uh, really for six reasons uh, that I thought about this morning. First and foremost, what we saw is we saw a rush of activity, a rush of activity. And really what that is, that was the first movers. These were the people that were thinking about moving. These were the per people with cash balances that made buying a second home easy. These were the um, you know, people living in urban, you know, class A buildings wanting to own versus rent. First movers moved quickly. But once you do that, you don't buy again. So we pulled forward a lot of demand. Second, if you've been watching this channel for any length of time, you know that I took a vacation for the first time in almost two years in early July. 
a lot of people saw the 4th of July weekend as declaring victory. We're going to get out. We're going to go, go do something. We've been cooped up for too long. And when you do that, you don't look at real estate. You don't write offers, all of that stuff. So again, and also back to school. Uh, my daughter is now out of college, so sometimes I forget. Yes, back to school drives real estate. You usually want to move before they start school, things of that nature. So yes, pretty easy to call that. Next up, we have crazy list prices. One of the things I've been telling you is as new supply came on, a lot of sellers are going to believe the media and that real estate is hot and 50 offers and people wait, waiving appraisal conditions and all of that. Well, guess what? Consumers are easy to predict when you watch every day. And that's exactly what we're doing. And you heard that in Laura Mo Morby's talk yesterday. She's like, sellers are just unrealistic. They put out prices and they have to drop them. So a lot of that is going on. Number four, buyers have signed leases. Buyers have signed leases. So why is that a problem? Think about it. You were actively looking for a home. I don't know, April, May, June. You made 12 offers. You got bupkis but your kid is going to school in September. You find a rental, you sign a lease. You are out of the market for 10 months, maybe nine months, 10 months. Lots of buyers signed a lease, they are out of the market. Number five, the news cycle. The media wants things to be great or they want to be bad. There's never a middle ground with the media. I believe the media is about to get negative on housing. And again, folks, when they go negative, they'll scare people and say all kinds of crazy things. And again, we are just going back from a ridiculous seller's market to more of a buyer's market, right? Or actually, I would say we're moving towards a buyer's market, but we won't get there. It'll be a neutral market. We're going to go from 100 to 50 to 30 miles an hour. And then finally, more supply is coming. This is what I'm telling my students. This is what we are talking about in the Facebook group. We are gonna have a little window of time before the end of this calendar year where you can find motivated sellers. Yes, there are some landlords that have had enough. Yes, there are some people with second homes that don't want them anymore. There are people that are gonna make tax changes. Maybe it's the eviction moratorium. They've had enough, they give up. They don't trust the Supreme Court or the CDC or anybody. And they're like, I'm out. We have a little window of time where motivated sellers will take a deal. We talk about it all the time. Dion from Dion Talk is looking at two deals. Uh, the Lumberjack, I'm looking at deals right now from motivated sellers. Trust me, motivated sellers are like unicorns. They're really, really hard to find. But sometimes they, they poke their head up. In the next four or five months is going to be that kind of time. So again, do the work, look every day, document what's going on. People in my Facebook group in the course are telling me, the slowdown is real. I posted a community video yesterday in that showing what students are seeing. So it is coming. So again, it is Monday. What that means is we should be speaking with Greg Dickerson here shortly, uh, Rylas Dana, the estate attorney after that. And then we'll be talking with Emil about my 50 year spreadsheet. It'd be interesting for him to see that. So again, the housing slowdown is real. It's not a crash. Shout out Brian Lebo for that great takedown of that other channel. Very well done, boss. Take care of yourself, everybody. And again, remember what does happy say? Hit the thumbs up, leave a comment and subscribe. And I almost forgot my question. 
What country has the most uh, activity with cryptocurrency? Answer, Vietnam. Who knew? I had no idea. Vietnam. So that's it, folks. Have a wonderful day. We will be back for the daily financial news tomorrow. Happy is my co-host, and we'll have a lot of fun. Bye.